The Seasons by James Thompson. Book One Spring Part One. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Abe Neiman. Come, gentle spring, ethereal mildness, come, and from the bosom of yon dropping cloud, while music wakes around, veiled in a shower of shadowing roses, on our plains descend. O oh, Hertford, fitted or to shine in courts with unaffected grace, or walk the plain with innocence and meditation joined, in soft assemblage, listen to my song, which thy own season paints, when nature all is blooming and benevolent like thee, and see where surly winter passes off far to the north, and calls his ruffian blasts his blasts obey and quit the howling hill the shattered forest and the ravaged vale while softer gales succeed at whose kind touch dissolving snows and livid torrents lost the mountains lift their green heads to the sky as yet the trembling year is unconfirmed and winter oft at eve resumes the breeze chills the pale morn and bids his driving sleets deform the day delightless so that scarce the bittern knows his time with bill ungulfed to shake the sounding marsh or from the shore the plovers when to scatter o'er the heath and sing their wild notes to the listening waste at last from Ares rolls the bounteous sun and the bright bull receives him then no more the expansive atmosphere is cramped with cold but full of life and vivifying soul lifts the light clouds sublime and spreads them thin fleecy and white o'er all surrounding heaven forth fly the tepid airs and unconfined unbinding earth the moving softness strays joyous the impatient husbandman perceives relenting nature and his lusty steers drives from their stalls to where the well-used plough lies in the furrow loosened from the frost there unrefusing to the harnessed yoke they lend their shoulder and begin their toil cheered by the simple song and soaring lark meanwhile incumbent o'er the shining share the master leans removes the obstructing clay winds the whole work and sidelong lays the glebe white through the neighbouring fields the sower stalks with measured step and liberal throws the grain into the faithful bosom of the ground the harrow follows harsh and shuts the scene be gracious heaven for now laborious man has done his part ye fostering breezes blow ye softening dews ye tender showers descend and temper all thou world-reviving sun into the perfect year nor ye who live in luxury and ease in pomp and pride think these lost themes unworthy of your ear such themes as these the rural morrow sung to wide imperial rome in the full height of elegance and taste by greece refined in ancient times 
the sacred plough employed the kings and awful fathers of mankind and some with whom compared your insect tribes are but the beings of a summer's day have held the scale of empire ruled the storm of mighty war then with unwearied hand disdaining little delicacies seized the plough and greatly independent lived ye generous britons venerate the plough and o'er your hills and long withdrawing vales let autumn spread his treasures to the sun luxuriant and unbounded as the sea far through his azure turbulent domain your empire owns and from a thousand shores wafts all the pomp of life into your ports so with superior boon may your rich soil exuberant nature's better blessings pour over every land the naked nations clothe and be the exhaustless granary of a world nor only through the lenient air this change delicious breathes the penetrative sun his force deep darting to the dark retreat of vegetation sets the steaming power at large to wander o'er the vernant earth in various hues but chiefly thee gay green thou smiling nature's universal robe united light and shade where the sight dwells with growing strength and ever new delight from the moist meadow to the withered hill led by the breeze the vivid verdure runs and swells and deepens to the cherished eye the hawthorn whitens and the juicy groves put forth their buds unfolding by degrees till the whole leafy forest stands displayed in full luxuriance to the sighing gales where the deer rustle through the twining brake and the birds sing concealed at once arrayed in all the colors of the flushing year by nature's swift and secret working hand the garden glows and fills the liberal air with lavish fragrance while the promised fruit lies yet a little embryo unperceived within its crimson folds now from the town buried in smoke and sleep and noisome damps off let me wander over the dewy fields where freshness breathes and dash the trembling drops from the bent bush as through the verdant maze of sweet briar hedges i pursue my walk or taste the smell of dairy or ascend some eminence augusta in thy plains and see the country far diffused around one boundless blush one white empurpled shower of mingled blossoms where the raptured eye hurries from joy to joy and hid beneath the fair profusion yellow autumn spies if brushed from russian wilds a cutting gale rise not and scatter from his humid wings the clammy mildew or dry blowing breathe untimely frost before whose baleful blast the full-blown spring through all her foliage shrinks joyless and dead a wide dejected waste for oft engendered by the hazy north myriads on myriads insect armies warp keen in the poisoned breeze and wasteful eat through buds and bark into the blackened core their eager way a feeble race yet oft the sacred sons of vengeance on whose course 
Corrosive famine waits, and kills the year. To check this plague, the skilful farmer chaff and blazing straw before his orchard burns, till, all involved in smoke, the latent foe from every cranny suffocated falls, or scatters o'er the blooms the pungent dust of pepper fatal to the frosty tribe, or, when the envenomed leaf begins to curl, with sprinkled water drowns them in their nest, nor, while they pick them up with busy bill, the little trooping birds unwisely scares. Be patient, swains, these cruel-seeming winds blow not in vain. Far hence they keep repressed those deepening clouds on clouds surcharged with rain, that over the vast Atlantic, hither borne in endless train, would quench the summer blaze, and cheerless drown the crude, unripened year. The northeast spends his rage. He now shut up within his iron cave, the effusive south warms the wide air, and o'er the void of heaven breathes the big clouds with vernal showers distant. At first a dusky wreath they seem to rise, scarce staining ether, but by swift degrees, in heaps on heaps, the doubling vapor sails along the loaded sky, and mingling deep sits on the horizon round a settled gloom. Not such as wintry storms on mortals shed, oppressing life, but lovely, gentle, kind, and full of every hope and every joy, the wish of nature. Gradual sinks the breeze into a perfect calm, that not a breath is heard to quiver through the closing woods, or rustling turn the many twinkling leaves of aspen tall. The uncurling floods, diffused in glassy breath, seem through delusive lapsed forgetful of their course. Tis silence all, and pleasing expectation. Herds and flocks drop the dry sprig, and mute imploring eye the falling verdure. Hushed in short suspense, the plumy people streak their wings with oil, to throw the lucid moisture trickling off, and wait the approaching sign to strike at once into a general choir. Even mountains, vales, and forests seem impatient to demand the promised sweetness. Man, superior, walks amid the glad creation, musing praise and looking lively gratitude. At last, the clouds consign their treasures to the fields, and, softly shaking on the dimpled pool, prelusive drops let all their moisture flow in large effusion over the freshened world. The stealing shower is scarce to patter heard by such as wander through the forest walks beneath the umbrageous multitude of leaves. But who can hold the shade while heaven descends in universal bounty, shedding herbs and fruits and flowers on nature's ample lap? Swift fancy fired anticipates their growth, and while the milky nutriment distills, beholds the kindling country color round. Thus all day long the full distended clouds indulge their genial stores, and well-showered earth is deep enriched with vegetable life, till in the western sky the downward sun looks out 
effulgent from amid the flush of broken clouds gay shifting to his beam the rapid radiance instantaneous strikes the illumined mountain through the forest streams shakes on the floods and in a yellow mist far smoking over the interminable plain in twinkling myriads lights the dewy gems moist bright and green the landscape laughs around full swell the woods their every music wakes mixed in wild concert with the warbling brooks increased the distant bleedings of the hills and hollow lows responsive from the vales whence blending all the sweetened zephyr springs meantime refracted from yon eastern cloud bestriding earth the grand ethereal bow shoots up immense and every hue unfolds in fair proportion running from the red to where the violet fades into the sky here awful newton the dissolving clouds form fronting on the sun thy showery prism and to the sage instructed eye unfold the various twine of light by thee disclosed from the white mingling maze not so the boy he wondering views the bright enchantment bend delightful o'er the radiant fields and runs to catch the falling glory but amazed beholds the amusive arch before him fly then vanish quite away still night succeeds a softened shade and saturated earth awaits the morning beam to give to light raised through ten thousand different plastic tubes the balmy treasures of the former day then spring the living herbs profusely wild over the deep green earth beyond the power of botanists to number up their tribes whether he steals along the lonely dale in silent search or through the forest rank with what the dull incurious weeds account bursts his blind way or climbs the mountain rock fired by the nodding verdure of its brow with such a liberal hand has nature flung their seeds abroad blown them about in winds and numerous mixed them with the nursing mould the moistening current and prolific rain but who their virtues can declare who pierce with vision pure into these secret stores of health and life and joy the food of man while yet he lived in innocence and told a length of golden years unfleshed in blood a stranger to the savage arts of life death rapine carnage surfeit and disease the lord and not the tyrant of the world the first fresh dawn then waked the gladdened race of uncorrupted man nor blushed to see the sluggard sleep beneath its sacred beam for their light slumbers gently fumed away and up they rose as vigorous as the sun or to the culture of the willing glebe or to the cheerful tendance of the flock meantime the song went round and dance and sport wisdom and friendly talk successive stole their hours away while in the rosy vale love breathed his infant sighs from anguish free and full replete with bliss save the sweet pain that inly thrilling but exalts it more nor yet injurious act nor surly deed was known among those happy sons of heaven for reason and benevolence were law 
harmonious nature too looked smiling on clear shone the skies cooled with eternal gales and balmy spirit all the youthful sun shot his best rays and still the gracious clouds dropped fatness down as o'er the swelling mead the herds and flocks commixing played secure this when emergent from the gloomy wood the glaring lion saw his horrid heart was meekened and he joined his sullen joy for music held the whole in perfect peace soft sighed the flute the tender voice was heard warbling the varied heart the woodlands round applied their choir and winds and waters flowed in consonance such were those prime of days but now those white unblemished manners whence the fabling poets took their golden age are found no more amid these iron times these dregs of life now the distempered mind has lost that conquered of harmonious powers which forms the soul of happiness and all is off the poise within the passions all have burst their bounds and reason half extinct or impotent or else approving sees the foul disorder senseless and deformed convulsive anger storms at large pale and silent settles into fell revenge base envy withers at another's joy and hates that excellence it cannot reach desponding fear of feeble fancies full weak and unmanly loosens every power even love itself is bitterness of soul a pensive anguish pining at the heart or sunk to sordid interest feels no more that noble wish that never cloyed desire which selfish joy disdaining seeks alone to bless the dearer object of its flame hope sickens with extravagance and grief of life impatient into madness swells or in dead silence wastes the weeping hours these and a thousand mixed emotions more from ever-changing views of good and ill formed infinitely various vex the mind with endless storm whence deeply rankling grows the partial thought a listless unconcern cold and averting from our neighbor's good then dark disgust and hatred winding wiles cowardly deceit and ruffian violence at last extinct each social feeling fell and joyless inhumanity pervades and petrifies the heart nature disturbed is deemed vindictive to have changed her course hence in old dusky time a deluge came when the deep cleft disparting orb that arched these central waters round impetuous rushed with universal burst into the gulf and o'er the high piled hills of fractured earth wide dashed the waves in undulation vast till from the centre to the streaming clouds a shoreless ocean tumbled round the globe the seasons since have with severer sway oppressed a broken world 
the winter keen shook forth his waste of snows and summer shot his pestilential heats great spring before greened all the year and fruits and blossoms blushed in social sweetness on the selfsame bow pure was the temperate air and even calm perpetual reigned save what the zephyrs bland breathed over the blue expanse for then nor storms were taught to blow nor hurricanes to rage sound slept the waters no sulphurous gloom swelled in the sky and sent the lightning forth while sickly damps and cold autumnal fogs hung not relaxing on the springs of life but now of turbid elements the sport from clear to cloudy tossed from hot to cold and dry to moist with inward eating change our drooping days are dwindled down to naught their period finished ere tis well begun and yet the wholesome herb neglected dies though with the pure exhilarating soul of nutriment and health and vital powers beyond the search of art tis copious blessed for with the hot ravine fired insanguine man is now become the lion of the plain and worse the wolf who from the nightly fold fierce drags the bleeding prey ne'er drunk her milk nor wore her warming fleece nor has the steer at whose strong chest the deadly tiger hangs ere ploughed for him they too are tempered high with hunger stung and wild necessity nor lodges pity in their shaggy breast but man whom nature formed of milder clay with every kind emotion in his heart and taught alone to weep while from her lap she pours ten thousand delicacies herbs and fruits as numerous as the drops of rain or beams that gave them birth shall he fair form who wears a sweet smile and looks erect on heaven ere stoop to mingle with the prowling herd and dip his tongue in gore the beast of prey blood-stained deserves to bleed but you ye flocks what have you done ye peaceful people what to merit death you who have given us milk in luscious streams and lent us your own coat against the winter's cold and the plain ox that harmless honest guileless animal in what is he offended he whose toil patient and ever ready clothes the land with all the pomp of harvest shall he bleed and struggling groan beneath the cruel hands even of the clown he feeds and that perhaps to swell the riot of the autumnal feast won by his labor thus the feeling heart would tenderly suggest but tis enough in this late age adventurous to have touched light on the numbers of the samian sage high heaven forbids the bold presumptuous strain whose wisest will has fixed us in a state that must not yet to pure perfection rise now when the first foul torrent of the brooks swelled by the vernal rains is ebbed away and whitening down their mossy tinctured stream descends the billowy foam now is the time to tempt the trout 
the well-dissembled fly the rod fine tapering with elastic spring snatched from the hoary steed the floating line and all thy slender watery stores prepare but let not on thy hook the tortured worm convulsive twist in agonizing folds which by rapacious hunger swallowed deep gives as you tear it from the bleeding breast of the weak helpless uncomplaining wretch harsh pain and horror to the tender hand when with his lively ray the potent sun has pierced the streams and roused the finny race then issuing cheerful to thy sport repair chief should the western breezes curling play and light over the ether bear the shadowy clouds high to their fount this day amid their hills and woodlands warbling round trace up the brooks the next pursue their rocky channeled maze down to the river in whose ample wave their little naiads love to sport at large just in the dubious point where with the pool is mixed the trembling stream or where it boils around the stone or from the hollowed bank reverted plays an undulating flow there throw nice judging the delusive fly and as you lead it round in artful curve with eye attentive mark the springing game straight as above the surface of the flood they wanton rise or urged by hunger leap then fix with gentle twitch the barbed hook some lightly tossing to the grassy bank and to the shelving shore slow dragging some with various hand proportioned to their force if yet too young and easily deceived a worthless prey scarce bends your pliant rod him piteous of his youth and the short space he has enjoyed the vital light of heaven soft disengage and back into the stream the speckled captive throw but should you lure from his dark haunt beneath the tangled roots of pendant trees the monarch of the brook behooves you then to ply your finest art long time he following cautious scans the fly and oft attempts to seize it but as oft the dimpled water speaks his jealous fear at last while happily over the shaded sun passes a cloud he desperate takes the death with sudden plunge at once he darts along deep struck and runs out all the lengthened line then seeks the farthest ooze the sheltering weed the cavern bank his old secure abode and flies aloft and flounces round the pool indignant of the guile with yielding hand that feels him still yet to his furious course gives way you now retiring following now across the stream exhaust his idle rage till floating broad upon his breathless side and to his fate abandoned to the shore you gaily drag your unresisting prize thus pass the temperate hours when the sun shakes from his noonday throne the scattering clouds even shooting listless languor through the deeps then seek the bank where flowering elders crowd where scattered wild the lily of the vale its balmy essence breathes where cowslips hang the dewy head where purple violets lurk 
with all the lowly children of the shade or lie reclined beneath yon spreading ash hung over the steep whence borne on liquid wing the sounding culver shoots or where the hawk high in the beetling cliff his eerie builds there let the classic page thy fancy lead through rural scenes such as the mantuan swain paints in the matchless harmony of song or catch thyself the landscape gliding swift athwart imagination's vivid eye or by the vocal woods and waters lulled and lost in lonely amusing in the dream confused of careless solitude where mixed ten thousand wandering images of things soothe every gust of passion into peace all but the swellings of the softened heart that waken not disturb the tranquil mind behold yon breathing prospect bids the muse throw all her beauty forth but who can paint like nature can imagination boast amid its gay creation hues like hers or can it mix them with that matchless skill and lose them in each other as appears in every bud that blows if fancy then unequal fails beneath the pleasing task ah what shall language do ah where find words tinged with so many colours and whose power to life approaching may perfume my lays with that fine oil those aromatic gales that inexhaustive flow continual round yet though successless will the toil delight come then ye virgins and ye youths whose hearts have felt the raptures of refining love and thou amanda come pride of my song formed by the graces loveliness itself come with those downcast eyes sedate and sweet those looks demure that deeply pierce the soul where with the light of thoughtful reason mixed shines lively fancy in the feeling heart oh come and while the rosy-footed may steals blushing on together let us tread the morning dews and gather in their prime fresh blooming flowers to grace thy braided hair and thy loved bosom that improves their sweets see where the winding vale its lavish stores irriguous spreads see how the lily drinks the latent rill scarce oozing through the grass of growth luxuriant or the humid bank in fair profusion decks long let us walk where the breeze blows from yon extended field of blossomed beans arabia cannot boast a, a fuller gale of joy than liberal thence breathes through the sense and takes the ravished soul nor is the mead unworthy of thy foot full of fresh verdure and unnumbered flowers the negligence of nature wide and wild where undistinguished by mimic art she spreads unbounded beauty to the roving eye here their delicious task the fervent bees in swarming millions tend around athwart through the soft air the busy nations fly cling to the bud and with inserted tube suck its pure essence its ethereal soul and oft with bolder wing they soaring dare the purple heath or where the wild thyme grows and yellow load them with the luscious spoil at length the finished garden to the view its vistas open and its alleys green snatched through the verdant maze the hurried eye distracted wanders 
now the bowery walk of covert close where scarce a speck of day falls on the lengthened gloomed protracted sweeps now meets the bending sky the river now dimpling along the breezy ruffled lake the forest darkening round the glittering spire the ethereal mountain and the distant main but why so far excursive when at hand along these blushing borders bright with dew and in yon mingled wilderness of flowers fair-handed spring unbosoms every grace throws out the snowdrop and the crocus first the daisy primrose violet darkly blue and polyanthus of unnumbered dyes the yellow wallflower stained with iron brow and lavish stock that sends the garden round from the soft wing of vernal breezes shed anemones auriculas enriched with shining meal over all their velvet leaves and full ranunculas of glowing red then comes the tulip race where beauty plays her idle freaks from family diffused to family as flies the father dust the varied colors run and while they break on the charmed eye thus exulting florist marks with secret pride the wonders of his hand no gradual bloom is wanting from the bud first born of spring to summer's musky tribes nor hyacinths of purest virgin white low bent and blushing inward nor jonquils of potent fragrance nor narcissus fair as o'er the fabled fountain hanging still nor broad carnations nor gay spotted pinks nor showered from every bush the damask rose infinite numbers delicacies smells with hues on hues expression cannot paint the breath of nature and her endless bloom end of part one of the seasons book one spring by james thompson this was a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain